my first ever story here is Thank You For The Light by F. Scott Fitzgerald. And after reading you guys through this story, I will talk about my opinion and thoughts on this. Mrs. Hanson was a pretty, somewhat faded woman of 40 who sold corsets and girdles traveling out of Chicago for many years. Her territory had swung around through Soledo, Lima, Springfield, Columbus, Indianapolis, and Fort Wayne. And her transfer to the Iowa, Kansas, Missouri district was a promotion um, for her firm was more than strongly entrenched west of the Ohio. Eastward, she had known her clientele chattily and had often been offered a drink or a cigarette in the buyer's office after the business was concluded. But um, she soon found out that in her new district, things were different. Not only was she never asked if she would like to smoke, but several times her own inquiry as to whether anyone would mind was answered half apologetically with it's not that I mind, but it has a bad influence on the employees. Oh, of course, I understand. Smoking meant a lot to her sometimes. She worked very hard and it had some ability to rest and relax her psychologically. She was a widow and she had no close relatives to write to in the evenings and more than one moving picture a week hurt her eyes. So smoking had to come to be an important punctuation mark in the long sentence of a day in the road. Last week uh, of her first trip on the new circuit found her in Kansas City. It was mid-August and she felt somewhat lonely among all day, her new contacts. So she was delighted to find at the outer desk of one of her firm, a woman she had known in Chicago. She sat down before having herself unannounced and in the course of the conversation found out a little about the man she was going to see. Will he mind if I smoke? What? Oh my god, yes, her friend said. He's even given to money to support the law against it. Oh, well, I'm grateful for that advice, though. like, more than grateful. You better watch it everywhere around here, her friend said, especially with the men over 50, the ones who were in the war. A man told me that nobody who was in the war would ever object to anyone smoking. But at her very next stop, Mrs. Henson went into the exception. He seemed a pleasant young man, but his eyes fixed with so much fascination on the cigarette that she was tapping on her thumbnail that she put it away. She was rewarded when he asked her to lunch, and during the hour she obtained a considerable order. Afterwards, he insisted on driving her to her next appointment, though she had intended to spot a hotel in the vicinity and take a few puffs in the washroom. It was one of those days of full waiting, everyone was busy, was late, and it seemed that when these clients did appear, they were the sort of hatchet-faced men who did not like other people's self-indulgence, or they were women willingly or unwillingly committed to the ideas of these men. She hadn't smoked since breakfast and she suddenly realized that was why she felt awake dissatisfaction at the end of each call, no matter how successful it had been in a business way. She would say, we think we cover a different field. 
It's all rubber and canvas, of course, but we do manage to put them together in a different way. A 30% increase in national advertising in one year tells its own story. And to herself, she was even thinking, if I could just get three puffs, I could sell old-fashioned whalebone. She had one more store to visit now, but her appointment was not for an hour. That was just the time to go to her hotel, but there was no taxi inside, and she walked along the street thinking, perhaps I'll forgive of cigarettes. I'm getting to be a drug fiend. Before her, she saw a Catholic carriage. It seemed very tall, and suddenly she had an inspiration. If so much incense had gone up in the spies of Tugat, a little smoke in the vestibule wouldn't make no difference. How could the good Lord care if I tired a woman? Took a few puffs in the vestibule. Nevertheless, thought she was not a Catholic, the thought offended her. Like, was it so important that she have her cigarette when it might offend a lot of the other people too? Still, he wouldn't mind, she thought persistently. In his days, they hadn't even discovered tobacco. She went into the church. The vestibule was dark and she felt for a match. In the bag she carried, but there weren't any. I'll go and get a light from one of their candles, she thought. The darkness of the nave was broken only by a splash of light in, the co- in one corner. She walked up the aisle towards the white blur and found out that it was, only, it was not made by candles and in any case, it was about to go out. An old man was on the point of extinguishing a last oil lamp. These are votive offerings, he said. We put them out at night. We think it means more to the people who give them to save them for the next day than it would to keep them burning all night. Oh, I see. He struck out the last one. There was no longer no life left in the cathedral now. Save an electric chandelier high overhead and the ever-burning lamp in front of the sacrament. Good night, the sexton said. Good night. I guess you came here to pray. Oh, yes, I did. He went out into the sacristy. Mrs. Hanson knelt down and prayed. It had been a long time since she prayed. She scarcely knew what to pray for, so she prayed for her employer and for the clients in Des Moines and Kansas City. When she had finished praying, she knelt up. An image of the Madonna gazed down upon her from the niche six feet above her head. Vaguely she regarded it. Then she got up from her knees and sank back wearily in the corner of the pew. In her imagination, the Virgin came down, like in the play The Miracle, and took her place and sold corsets and girdles for her and was tired, just as she was. Then for a few minutes Mrs. Hansen must have slept. She awoke at the realization that something had changed and Gradually, she perceived that there was a familiar sense that was not in sense in the air and that her fingers smarted. Then she realized that the cigarette she held in her hand was alight and burning. Still too drowsy to think, she took a puff off to, she took a puff off to keep the flame away. Then she looked up at the Madonna's white niche in the half-darkness. Thank you for the light, she said.
that didn't seem quite enough. So she got down on her knees, the smoke twistling up from the cigarette between her fingers. Thank you very much for the light, she said. And this was the end of the story. What I think of this is it melts my heart every time that I read it. Like it covers only about seven and eight minutes, but I read this, I think over a hundred times because every time that I read it, it just gives me hope, you know? It reminds me that there is something to go by and there is always a chance to go by in life. And for me, the cigarette in this story symbolizes her desire to live, like her flame. And now, she, thank you for the light, as in heading, she doesn't have a light. By light, it is not the fire of the cigarette, it's just the light of her life. She is lonely, she is a widow, she is alone in a place that she has never been before and she is not welcomed at all so she her feeling of being alone is so much and she doesn't have any desire to live anymore longer she doesn't have the opportunity to create the desire to live as in if we think of smoking a cigarette as in her desire to live she doesn't have the opportunity. It's either a client who hates cigarettes or a, an hour long distance from her hotel without a taxi or someone driving her up. So no opportunities to smoke. Then she goes to the church. This means a great deal to me, you know, because she is not Catholic. So she doesn't believe in that, but yet she seeks there she knows that she can find the light there like i will light it up inside with the candles she believes that and she knows that there will be light inside so she dives inside and she knows that god wouldn't mind like this is a great deal that needs to be more explained for example personally i um, there is a place in my country that I visit every summer, which is actually far away from my actual home. I feel the peace that she feels when she woke up and she found her cigarette was lit. I went there, it's called the Virgin Mary's Church too. It's in the top of a mountain. And every time I lit up a candle and I just look at it, and I feel the peace. So that's why I found this story so relatable and so inspiring that there will be light if you seek for it. Like, oh, this is a great deal to me. And I hope you all liked it. And see you guys uh, next week with a new story.